the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask hockey shop to present College Hockey West Live from August 23rd, 2022. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota, college graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Metro by T-Mobile. Get 50% off or more when you add a line to a new or existing account. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. Buy Burrito Express. Six East Valley locations for fresh, fast, authentic Mexican food. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer Skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next stay at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-IN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skates Studios, presented by Behind the Mask. As a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans. It's Tuesday night. It's the staple. It's where it all started. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Denver, Colorado. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein from beautiful Long Island, New York. And it is a wonderful Tuesday night at College Hockey West Live because we got lots to talk about. Paul, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How, how, did you give the show for the night off tonight, or, or what's the story? <laughs> what about show the, for what the night the off. Service? I'm not going anywhere service? yet. 4 a.m., 5 a.m. I am. Oh, well. <laughs> I will be. I don't know. Are you? I, listen, I don't know what you tell the, the help. Yeah, I'm making I mean, other, the, uh, other than me, I only know what I get told. <laughs> making the 10 hour trek from Denver to Las Vegas, Nevada tomorrow. So, um, that will start about a week long trip of uh, doing some features, doing some shows, meeting up with some people, talking to some clients, doing the things that so, we do to try to keep this show on the road. Another, well, another week of you getting to eat some Jesse Ray's and I get Scott. <laughs> yeah. I'll take some good pictures for you. Does that count? That's awesome. Can't wait for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, it's College Hockey West Live. Um, right. Let, let's start off by saying, Chris Mayotte, you're a big deal. You're you're at the wow. uh, Colorado Rockies game tonight, being interviewed between the uh, the first, the top half, and the second half of the third period, uh, third inning. I'm told. <laughs> um, yeah, you're a superstar, Chris Mayotte. Well, we knew that, right? I mean, absolutely. They 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 said today they were going to have some some games on TV. I don't know if that. I mean, I know I've seen them play some games on, uh, you know, on television against. Uh, I mean, besides the 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 CBS stuff and and games against uh, Denver. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a big deal. It was eleven games, right? With that. Yeah. I. I, I yeah, I assume those are all home games, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure unless they unless they oh, have one of Denver the Denver or Air Force. Denver, yeah, or Air Force, correct. Yeah, could be um, either. And I have not seen. Exciting. Well, no, listen, you know, it makes it it, it does matter. It does. You need more airtime. Everybody does. You know, I mean, and this is not to knock. Like, listen, we know that the NCHC has good streams. Relatively speaking, we we have you usually don't have a lot of problems. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, listen, every, everybody has issues. I mean, it, it does happen on the odd occasion. I mean, um, but usually, um, when we have seen issues, 
on 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 streams. It's usually stuff that's not being broadcast, quote unquote, on television. Right. All right. So uh, actually, he, we we do have the schedule on the CC website. Yeah, absolutely, they do. Um, well, no, I mean the television schedule. Yeah, no, yeah, and I they, saw and, that. And they are televising one road game. Okay. At? God, this is just going to, I hate this. <laughs> <sighs> okay, let, let me talk while we're at it. John, well, you want to guess? Uh, no, you guess. You tell I me. don't have to guess. It's in front of me. All right, then just tell me. Uh, I'm not good at guessing games. Ah, oh, nice, nice. Uh, just, uh, yeah. Well, um, you know, why would I have to really guess at that? I mean, champions are champions. Oh, Jesus, the vampires! Do I really <laughs> got to do this? Oh, um, but no, they they've got. Uh, and most of these games are on a Friday. Right. Um, so they've got the most of these, like I said, most except for uh, the Saturday home game in February against Denver. And we knew one of these games had to be against Denver. Right. Yeah. Um, two Saturday home games against Denver on their home and homes. Um, you've got uh, a game against Anchorage, a game against Air Force. Uh, a home game against Duluth, St. Cloud, Omaha, Princeton uh, on their New Year's Eve weekend, Western Michigan, and the green and white team, uh, formerly <laughs> known as the Sioux. The uh, Fighting Sioux. In, in February. So uh, a pretty representative deal here, not just all NCHC teams. No, so, across the board. Looks good. Yeah, Sounds no, good. I, yeah, I mean um, – you know, I when I when I when 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 I saw the announcement, um, I thought, uh, you know, I figured they would all be home games and, and all conference games, but they're not. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely it is. At well, congratulations to CC and the guys for getting it done there because that means they're on the rise in my book. Right, right, and uh, we're going to call this now the old building at Ed at Ed Robeson. The because, old building at Ed Robeson. Well, because it's it spent one year as the new building in college hockey. Right. One. <laughs> You're going to remind me out of that too, aren't you? <laughs> well, I see I, I could break his chops about it. <laughs> he um, already has. He already told me that they, he knows that they're, they're not only going to be the new building for one year, and that's it. <laughs> well, listen, that's about a half a year more than the Mullet Arena. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Don't give it away yet. Don't well, no, give it away. <laughs> but my, my point being here is, you know, we talk about the growth of college hockey. Right. And, and, and we don't talk about this, that – the ASU building is not going to be the only new building opening up this year. Right. Nor will it be the new building next year. Well, it won't be. It, it Just like I said, it, it'll, ASU will be the new building for about half a season. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There are actually two buildings that will be opening up right after the new year. One, we kind of have an exact date. The other, we can guess. Why? Well, don't don't keep us hanging. Tell us who they are. Why not? Why can't I keep you hanging? <laughs> because the listeners want to know. That's right, what well, they're here for. They want to hear hockey talk. Well, well, this is hockey talk. We're talking know, about hockey arenas. But you're not. But you're not telling us. Right, well, you're just both of these. Hanging. Well, that's what we do. No, it's not what we do. <laughs> we don't try to tease things and, and build them up. <laughs> no, just tell people what they want to hear. We got lots well, to talk what about. They want to hear is, what they want to hear is 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 me sticking the needle in you, but that's another oh, yeah. story. Or me <laughs> ranting, apparently. They love that um, too. Yeah. Um, okay. So where are these sacred, new buildings? Both of these buildings will be in the state of Connecticut. Okay. All right. So Sacred Heart, 
will yep. be opening up their new building on January 14th. Okay. Against uh, our buddy Jeff's BC Eagles. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and and that date's and that date's set. Um, the um, the Sacred Heart Pioneers. Uh, whose athletic director, by the way, is 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 very well known in the sports world. Um, Bobby Valentine, one of my yeah. favorite baseball. Yeah, you take his sunglasses off. Um, no, I think he still has those. Okay, and they weren't okay. sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know he was smart. He he would he would, you know, was, I know it at various times when he was getting going to get paid for speaking engagements. He said, no, 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 don't pay me. Write the check to the athletic department. So if you can do that, that's, you know. Yeah. And he's a great speaker, but that's, you know, whatever. Um, that's another story. Uh, the other building, also in Connecticut, will be up near where my grandparents used to live as I was growing up, up in Stores, Connecticut, at the University of Connecticut. Nice. UConn. UConn. They don't, they don't have a, a date for that yet. Um, but they're, 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 if you go to their website, uh, it's um, it's about halfway through the season where they start okay. where they start to play the first bunch of games uh, at the Hartford Civic Center or whatever the heck they call it now. Okay. Um, you know, and uh, they. Uh, Whatever I could, I could look up the schedule. I probably should, <laughs> uh, you know. But that would be boring. Uh, I love it. I could look it up. I probably should, but I'm not gonna. I'm just uh, gonna wing it. Like I said, somewhere around January, in the middle of January, they they their, their okay. website starts to say um, uh, to be determined. So I guess they're gonna wait to see. Always a smart move when you're building a new building. Right. So, Use the old TBD. Right. Um, Just in case. Yeah. So, um, so like I said, ASU is going to have the newest building in college hockey for about three months. Nice. Four months. Nice. Okay. Um, you teased and by it. the way, okay, you no, te- hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Um, I'm just sitting here and, and, and saying, you know, just because it fits – I did do some re- I did look it up because, like I said, I should. All right. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. All right. In in from two thousand ten on, uh, college hockey has averaged opening up just about a building a year. Like it, like it. Okay, and 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 and. They're, they're not all, you know, Power 5 schools like ASU is. As a matter of fact, you know, I mean, that list kind of started with uh, Bemidji and your Bulldogs, okay, um, in 2010. All right, then you got Notre Dame and, and Wisconsin and opening up a building for the women. But the, 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 the fact of the matter is, just about every year there's a new building. And if you need, you know, further proof that that people believe that college hockey can be uh, profitable and and a, and, a, and a plus to, to your school, all you got to do is look at that. Because if you're averaging about one new building a year, that's got to tell you something. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I don't think there's any doubt, Paul, that they uh... – the uh, growth of college hockey is well underway. I mean, I, I think what I'd like to see now, though, is somehow, some way, let, let's get it more on the mainstream if we can. Let's try to get some more, you know, I'd love to see a national Friday night game or Saturday night game. I know we'll probably never see it, but wouldn't that be cool if on uh, a major network once a week you could see a big-time college hockey matchup? Well, that would start to grow the game. It would. Then, then more people would be able to get their eyes on it. Um, there is a, there are a few networks that 
that it would be nice to see them do made-for-TV matchups. Yeah. They do it for football. They do it for basketball. Yep. And that, that's got to be the next place, right? Doesn't that have to be the next step in growth? Because teams are coming on, sponsors and donors are putting up money. Um, they're, they're reviving, they're building. All of that stuff's happening. Now you have to sustain. And one of the ways you can sustain is by getting a little help from your TV partners. Well, we see what the NCHC does. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, I, you know that's not, you know, and the Big Ten has their own network. But, you know, sometimes you have to search for games. And I get it. It's not football. I get it. It's not basketball. And even if you didn't do it every week, it would be nice if, you know, one of those major channels that show sports would put together a a made-for-TV matchup once a month, twice a month. Once a week? Well, I, I think you're you're pushing it to start once a week. <laughs> well, but if you, if you get – listen, if you can get a half a dozen made-for-TV matchups on one of those channels, you, you, you got to take baby steps. Yeah, yeah, as fans, we'd like to see it every week. But if you're going to expose the game – you know, at least if you have one matchup a month because we know how schedules work, you're gonna you're gonna tell me that that that's not feasible. Most of these buildings have camera locations in it anyway. I don't know. I mean, I I agree with you. I'd love to see one a week. I'm just being a little more realistic well, in my fantasy and saying once a month. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I, I don't see I don't see any kind of growth of, of numbers of proportion by doing it once a month because that's going to get you what? 6 6 games. How many a year? do they have now though? I know that. But what I'm saying is if you're going to do this, go do it right. Jump in and and but somebody's got to make that commitment and somebody's right. got to bite the bullet because it's not going to be a profitable situation for who knows? Two, right, three, five years? I don't know how long it's going to take to build it. But what I do know is if you do not attempt it, you'll never build it. So oh, oh, so you got somebody's got to bite the bullet. It's just like I say about conferences, Paul. It, somebody has to bite the bullet and say, I'm the one that's going to start this conference. Are you in or out? And And go with it. And then you collect names of people that are in. You get their commitments and you go forward. The NCHC did that. Um, like I was telling you when, when Michael was on, uh, Michael Weissman, he was telling me that they really looked for like-minded schools. And, right. and by that, they meant about the same size and where hockey was very much a dominant sport. Maybe not the dominant sport, but a dominant sport on the campus. And that's how they built the NCHC. Well, now you got to find another niche, whether it's West whether it's whatever it is, you got to find a niche and you got to go after it. And same thing with a game of the week situation. If you're going to, you got to find the time slot and you got to do it. And you got to realize that maybe the first, like I said, one, two, five years, maybe you're not making a profit yet, but you have to look down the road and say, will I make a profit in year six, seven, eight? How big can well, I grow this? Here, Here's an idea for you. Uh oh, okay, here's an idea for you. Okay. Hold on, let me sit down. Well, okay, I'm good. I'm piggybacking off other ideas, so it's not like um, I'm. Uh, one of uh, we, you know, those of us who are fans of schools in the West, in in a specific conference, right? Uh, they get those late night Saturday night games on ESPN. Call it Pac-12 after dark. Pretty much and, every game. <laughs> for <well>, you. <laughs> yeah, every game is way up for me. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, uh, 
I have friends that complain because one time they played a game at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> one time. What time was that for you? Noon. <laughs> I love it. One time they complain. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just pointing it out. Um you know, if we can get a Western conference, you can do a Friday night. A great Pacific hockey conference Friday after dark hockey game. Get it to be on one of those channels. Yeah. Like I said, the, the, here's the number one problem. And I had this conversation with guys. From right. The, we understand that. Dude, nobody. Man. Yeah. We it's get dollars. This. It's dollars. I, and I understand you, that you got to take a hockey guy right. and you got to put him in charge and you have to say, okay, we realize that this is a, like I said, two to five year venture, but we're right. going to do it. I mean, let me tell you this. There was just a tournament that concluded that was on CBS on Saturday afternoon at four o'clock or something. Mountain right. Time. Right. Um, that was the three ice. The overtime hockey tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was like somebody bit the bullet, paid those guys, got right. them on CBS and, and did what they needed to do. Now here's the problem. Um, well, that was probably exciting. I didn't see people racing for their TV sets um, because it was non-traditional. And you, a lot of the players, while they were good college players and good professional players, they weren't great. Right. So what you would have to do in this case, in my opinion, is you'd have to find a, a time slot and a quality network that would be willing to do it. And you'd have to do it on a regular basis. I think once a month is not regular enough. Well, didn't they just give you an idea? Yeah. Yeah. So let's go UNLV. Let's go other, you know, you other schools out there in the West and let's go and we'll get a Western conference and, and, and we could start with that. Yeah, you could, but uh, there again, you're, you're going to start with, non-name brand hockey traditional like you just hit it on the head at the beginning you said some big time made for tv matchups that right. means you got to include a denver or a big well, 10 I'm, school well i'm okay or, with the, you know well, i'm just i'm just throwing out other ideas yeah i get it i get it and that's what you got to do you got to start somewhere and that's that's where you start is with other ideas but like again like i say if if you could find a network CBS, Fox, I don't know. I don't know who it is. But you find it and you brand a time slot for it and you do it on a weekly basis so that people know that this is going to happen. You know, like, I mean, I was a hockey nut growing up in northern Minnesota. And like I said, I used to wait and wait and wait uh, for a North Dakota game to be broadcast because that was the closest thing to me when I grew up. And uh, I, I still remember the excitement as a kid of watching North Dakota travel to Anchorage. I thought that was just the greatest thing in the world was watching them compete in Alaska. Oh, yeah, I while I was that. at home in my bed at 10 o'clock well, that's in, my point. in Minnesota. I said that. That's I know. What I, that's what I'm describing. And that's, that's cool. I know. You know. But what I'm saying is you've got to find that was me. And clearly I right. was the only one because if I wasn't, they would have continued it. Well, so they, what I'm saying is you've got to. I think now is the time for two reasons. You just talked about the buildings coming in, which means there's growth. And secondly is because coming out of the pandemic, it created a log jam of talented players. Right. The pool this year of, of players in NCAA hockey ball has never or is never going to be better than, than again, we know. because there's so many talented players that they're spread throughout the country. And, you know, next year we'll get back to that more traditional four years of the fifth year will go away and right. um, and you'll be back to just more traditional. And then it'll be harder uh, a little bit to get quality players balanced across the country. Uh, I, I don't know about that. We see constant stories of how there just aren't enough stalls for the players that are able to play at that level. Right. So. But I, what I'm talking about is the top level. I mean, you look right now. Uh, I was looking just yesterday at at the teams, and I'm going like, "How are you going to pick out a top 16? I don't know how you're going to pick out a top 20 I have based on what I see on paper." So I have darts. What? what? I have darts. Oh yeah, that's going to be about it too. But that's 
that's exactly how uh, the parody is right now. There's just so many good teams that like, you know, look at the NCHC and the Big Ten, just those two conferences. And I don't mean to single them out uh, from anybody else or whatever, but it, can you find me a clear-cut top three in each conference? Because I can't. I can't right now. Maybe I can at Christmas time, but I can't now. Oh, no, not it now. It could be anybody. Not now. And listen, who's to say that, you know, with the talent they get every year at BC and BU and now UMass, um, who's to say that, that Hockey East doesn't rebound this year? Yeah, I'm not saying they won't. I'm, no, just, no, I'm, I'm just, just saying. But so it's the same. It's, you know, listen. Yeah, you're making my point for me. It's like. I know. Qual- I hate to do that. <laughs> the quality players are all the way across the country. And I don't think we'll ever see this level of quality again based on the five-year uh, COVID and, and all of that. It, it'll get better. It'll continue to get better. But there's a lot of guys that can play NCAA hockey, but they can't star at NCAA hockey. Wow. And that's what you need. You need to have both. You need to have a, a roster of stars and really good role players if you want to win a championship. Just ask uh, Coach Carl. Wow. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, before we get into uh, the new name, we're going right. to, uh, I, I want to touch just one more time about the uh, the golf tournament here because. Coach Carl told me that it was 30 to 40 years since they actually played a Denver hockey golf tournament. It was a tournament in the past that they called with the Redcoats that actually had more hockey players than others. But this was a true um, hockey golf tournament fundraiser. They didn't like the word fund. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Emily. I know you just like the word fund. But anyway, um, and they had 100 players, and next year they're hoping to fill the field of 132, um, right. which is surprising because I thought they'd go 144, which is normal. But anyway, <laughs> 132 is what they're shooting for next year. But there was so much raw NHL talent on that golf course, past, present, and future, that it was just unbelievable. Every group that I went by, I'm going like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa! I mean, that's that's what that's kind of what went through your head because you saw these guys that were talented hockey players that were either still playing, that had played, or were looking forward to a career in the NHL sometime in the near future. So kudos to uh, to DU for doing that and getting that tournament out there. And I know Chris Mayotte is going to have one on September 26th, and he's going to be um, looking to start a tradition as well. Right. I love it. They're playing Paul at the Kissing Camels Golf Club. Uh, okay. They don't let me in places like that, so I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. You can call it anything. Like I, said, I know. I just if I, love if it. If I got, if I got to the front gate, they'd look at me and be like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Peasant, I'm just please. laughing at the kissing camels part. Oh, uh, I thought yeah. that was uh, okay. uh, ironic, but anyway, that's where CC's tournament is at. So, and as you know, I'll be on my way to see UNLV's fourth, fifth, seventh. I don't even know. They, they've had so many, and every one of theirs is a huge success. So they're they're on the road, and people that don't think that they're the next team to turn uh, NCAA Division One, you better start looking closer because they're putting all the pieces together, and they have put all the pieces together for a number of years. They're they're after it. They know what the goal is, and they're chasing it. So well, listen, anyway, we all want them to get there. Yep, they will get there. Let's take a quick break and let's come back because we got big news out of Paul's alma mater. We'll be right back. More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. Still got it. Still got it. 
behind the mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. College Hockey West Live is coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. Indeed it is. College Hockey West Live. It's our Tuesday night staple. It's where it all started. And Scott Strandy is with you tonight from beautiful Denver, Colorado. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York. And, Paul, we spent the first half of the show tonight talking about growth and uh, things that uh, could happen and things we'd like to see happen and right. uh, some new arenas. But your alma mater, I made an announcement today, late in the day. They did. It, but, but they made an announcement, and I'm going to let you take it away and tell everybody what the name of the new multipurpose arena at Arizona State University is going to be called. The Mullet arena explain um the name uh is the last name of the gentleman or one of the gentlemen uh don mullet who was one did of i the get guys. this right too did they say don's is his nickname i they guess that's don's. don's or donzy i don't know i i you know i'm not yeah. personal friends with him but um <laughs> anyway always be grateful to mr mullet and the other guys that uh, made that original donation that set up this program. Yeah, um, I mean, and not only set it up, Paul, but from what my understanding is, has been involved since the start at every step of the evolution, including well, now getting his name on the building. I don't doubt that. I mean, if you're going to make that kind of commitment, I know if I had $30 million to donate to somebody uh, or, or something, I, I'd want to make sure it was as good as it could be. So, yeah. you know, um, so, you know, I, I am sure that he has been involved and. Well, I'm just telling you what I read through the press release. So no, 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 I get it. I um, guess that's factual. Well, yeah, I mean, um, he is definitely involved. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And I, 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 I kind of figured it some, some way, some point that somebody's name would be attached to the name of the arena. Right. I just thought it was going to be somebody else. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I mean, congratulations to the mullet family for, for um, the donations and their well, interest and, and obviously is, love of the program and for right. hockey. Right. And thank you is probably a better phrase there. What did thank I say? You for your generosity. You say congratulations. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, thank that's you. That's okay. No, that's fine. I get it. Name on there. Um, you know, I, thank you for starting and supporting this program. I, I make no bones about it. We, we, we. Anybody that listens to us regularly knows my feelings. So, um, but 
Um, I can't say I, we all thought it would be something different. Um, you know, when the coach came on a couple of weeks ago, he said he would get an announcement soon. He was right. Uh, I mean, he, was he right said by the end of the month, he did. Um, he made it. <laughs> yep. He did with, with, with eight or nine days to spare. Uh, yeah. Eight days. Um, so, you know, they had a little walkthrough and in, in an announcement today at the arena. Uh, boards are up. I don't think they're all up, but some of them are. Um, and it's going to look awesome. You know, I mean, you're going to sit there and, and, and you know, it, it, to me, it's, it's not, it is the right size. You know, um, obviously you can't play a, a frozen four there, but it is regional size. Hopefully that happens one day in the future here. Um, you know, it's it it, it just uh, like I said, it just uh, as 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 usual, it just catches people by surprise, right? Because all of a sudden the name pops up. Nobody nobody knew. No, I mean, that was that you quote you talked about that two weeks ago. You said that was the best kept secret um, yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it was, it was, um, and like I said, good for Mr. Mullet. Thank you. Um, I, I know that, that the, the, the comments came right away about the name. Yeah. And, and, and kudos to ASU for getting right out on it. I they, mean, listen, they took full advantage of it with the Mullet Maniacs. Um, yeah, you know. they're going right for it, and that's what you have to do. You want to Boy, you talk about being relative and, and 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 getting it out there. Yep. Okay. You got to go right after it, and people so, didn't realize, I don't think, initially that that was the name of Mister Mullet. Right. So I think that's what ended up, you know, kind of catching people by surprise, if you will. But kudos to ASU for getting out there and and having fun with it and creating a. A fun environment. You know, we know about the 942, the 942 seats in the student section. Right. We know about the 942 crew. Now we have uh, mullet maniacs. I mean, they, they've just they've just created a, their own little dynasty. Well, you know, you always talk about keeping yourself relevant and keeping y y your stuff out there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean listen, uh, you know, uh, and the first person that I saw that put anything out in terms of 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 a response to the announcement of naming the arena after Mr. Mullet was John Butchergrass. And he posted a picture of himself and Barry Melrose, who still has his <laughs> mullet, by the way. Right. Butchergrass does not, as he <laughs> as he clearly demonstrated by the picture he puts out. Um and, you know, and, and, and the wave took off from there. And there were a few people that were like, well, this is crazy. I go, well, I don't know. Is it? They do have the all hair team in your old neck of the woods. Yeah, in high that school. That gets announced every year. Yep, at the high school level. Well, what's the difference? Nothing. But, I mean, I'm just no, telling it, you, it's not. You know. Um, you no, know, I look, just. Look at like, Yaramir like Yaga, right? I mean, you, you, I yeah. mean. We, like we, said, we miss we miss i mean the, the we understand it's safety but what was one of the great things about watching d lafleur fly up and down the ice ron dugan who yeah <laughs> did he play for the islanders uh no i don't see okay. i don't recall that okay okay i knew it was somewhere though with an ny in it I, I am sorry. I don't. I don't know who you're talking about. So, um, hey, by the way, you know, yeah. I've been thinking about this for a while, but that team that you don't like wears yeah. what colors? I don't know. They wear red, white, and blue. Really? What? What's your arch enemy in in college? What colors do they wear? I don't know. I don't acknowledge their existence. Red, so it white, matter. and blue. So I think you got a color scheme issue. I think that's what it is. Really? Because the Giants are red, white, and blue. Yeah, you hate them. I love the Giants. What are you talking about? <laughs> I went to the, my first game when they were still playing at Yankee Stadium. I'm Me, and my father, and a guy named Shorty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Only in New York could that happen. 
anyway, um, so so yeah, like I said, kudos to ASU for getting out and creating something, some buzz about it immediately. I mean, literally within minutes, and it's been all a buzz all night, and they've had fun with it. They've put wigs on players. They've they've done different things to uh, to show it. It's it's cool, you know. It is what it is. Um, I just sent a message to our good friend Peter Menino, and right. I said, uh, "Better start growing your hair out because I understand that by mid October you're not allowed in that building unless you got a mullet." Well, see, I'd be <laughs> in trouble though too, though, see, because I can't grow one of those. <laughs> I also I also told them that I really like the thought of them going there and it being right. Mayo Menino and the mullets. Well, like I said, I can't. <laughs> He had a good I, chuckle at that. I can't. Uh, I have some pictures that show what I can do with my hair, <laughs> but a mullet's not one of them. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. But a anyway, is not that, one. that's that's big news. We've been waiting on it. You've been waiting on it on um, bated breath because you—that's something you've been dying for for months. Well, dare I say well, a listen, year or plus? Well, maybe not a year, but I will say this. You know, at, at this point, you know, what's, you know, there were only a few things left to put on the mantelpiece, right? First, you had the team, then you get you get the building, right? And you knew that there had to be a, a name to a building. You, were, you couldn't call it the uh, multi-purpose arena forever. As a matter of fact, I stopped doing that. Yeah, I still like your name, though. Unfortunately, they didn't go with it, but I like. Well, it. they don't ever listen to me anyway. So, but that's <laughs> they're, they're almost like you. Um, uh, but nobody's um, like me. Well, well, yeah, well, good yeah, point. No, they, no, no, because nobody else listens to me either. So, okay. Um, Are you talking, by the way? Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, now there's only one thing left right because you got your building you got the name of your building right you've made the ncaa tournament you haven't won yet but you you know you've proven that it can be done um what's the only kind of clerical thing left they got to get to 10 before denver does okay (laughs) yeah okay now you're talking crazy um you're welcome, David. Yeah. Um, Shout know, out, David Carl. I just threw that out there. Always. For him. <laughs> um, but you know, the, the conference thing is the only thing left, right? Yep, it is. It is, and you no, know, we don't know when that's going to happen. No, and what we can say is that they'll always be the most mm, easy to schedule independent ever. Um, oh, of course. But but obviously that conference. The reason you play in a conference is to get the auto bid. You do right. not want to end up like you did last year where the last week of January, your fate is already sealed and right. you're playing out the string because right. that's just the, not the, healthy. Right. It's not, and they know that. And um, But at least, I mean, you have people to play now. At least for now, for the next couple of years, you have people to play. Oh, of course, yeah. So, like I said, you're going to have people to play, but – that the bottom line on that always is going to come down to yeah, what know. are you playing for? You know, we if know. you're eliminated in January, what are you playing for in February and March? Pride. You know, I get it. It's hard I, to do I, the pride I, thing. I understand. You I, only got I, four I, years at this. I understand. I'm not, I'm not saying that they should stay independent. I'm just saying that it used to be even harder because you couldn't even get games. That's all. Now, at least for the next few years, you can get games at in late February and early March. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh, that's a big thing. And like I said, like when Coach Powers was on with us through a, a forced Peter Menino call, <laughs> uh, we, uh, I, I asked him, what's the likelihood that you could start seeing some um, national events? I mean, there's already talk, as we had the other night, about the World Juniors in 2026 coming to Vegas. Well, um, it's going to be a while now because the state of Arizona is taking a step back as far as that goes. You in, in facilities is what I'm saying. Right. So, but well, but they, if you start moving them west, like it would have been perfect actually if the NCAA had had some foresight 
and said, the year, yeah, I know, I know, that was kind of a oxymoron. That's funny. Uh, but that, anyway, that is, that is if funny. they had a little foresight and said, hey, we're going to give the, the uh, National Frozen Four to Vegas, how about if we make the West Regional in that new building they're building in Arizona? That would have made some sense because oh. now you could have played a regional, you could involve the West leading up to the Frozen Four. Not that you're going to have a problem selling tickets at the Frozen Four, and I'm sure that's what they said. Hey, it's Vegas. We're not going to have a problem selling tickets. Yeah, probably um, not, no. But, but that would have been the nice stepping stone, and I think um, not only the NCAA, but I think hockey in general sometimes shoots themselves in the foot uh, over and over again about things like, you got to kind of put two and two together ahead of time sometimes. And, right. Well, they and, do have a they do have a regional in the West that year. Where? Loveland. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. It's in, it's in, I know, it's in our West, <laughs> but it's not in the West, right? Uh, the West would have been, the West would have been Arizona State or would have been the Dollar Loan Center in Vegas. That right. could have been it because it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been competing with with T-Mobile where they're going to play the Frozen Four, but you, you got to go a little. And I'm not taking anything away from Loveland because you know I love that place. I know um, that. So what's so I mean? So I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm saying you you've been to Loveland a few years. Why not? Why not try somewhere else a year? Well, I I understand that, and I'm not. And what I mean, better listen, time if your if your national championship's going to be there? What better time is there to uh, to play it way out west? Well, yeah, but, I mean, considering that uh, next year the West Regional will be in Fargo, the year after that it'll be in Sioux Falls, then back to Fargo, at least Loveland is actually west. West! <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not arguing that point. And I, yes, you I, are. I will, always, I will always fight for that. I think west should be well west. It should be where the Rockies start in West. That's where West should be, and I get it. They haven't had facilities to do that or teams to do it. But over the next five or six years, there are going to be facilities and there are going to be teams. I can give you two well, right now. Okay, Dollar but, Loan Center and and uh, the Mullet Arena. Well, here's what I'll say. When they when they extend the, the, the schedule of the postseason NCAA tournaments, from 27 on, when however many years of front they 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 announce those, if there's not a region, if if there's not consistent regionals, you know, actual West regionals like Loveland and, and Tempe and, and and Las Vegas, then then it's a problem. Now the only thing is we can't force buildings to bid on these tournaments. Yeah, I know that. And that and that's the whole thing. And there's so much, you know, people talk about the education about this and about that. And I just had a mini conversation with Josh Burlow about that. And he was telling me that, you know, he goes, we need more of you. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, we need more of you people promoting hockey in the West. And he said, I think you guys do a great job and I follow what you do. And I listen to your podcast. And, and that was a great pat on the back, but he's right. Sure. We need more. Well, we need yeah, more well. promotion in the West, and we're trying to bring that to people. We're trying to grow, and and uh, you know, like I like I said all along, people laughed at me like they always do, but they well, said I laughed uh, you all the time. They said that you, you'll never brand a seven thirty p.m. Mountain Time, uh, and that's you know every single day we get a little closer to branding mm -hmm. seven thirty p.m. Mountain Time, and as soon as these numbers creep up to where they need to be, then uh, we're gonna have uh, we're going to have no problem where people are going to say 7.30 Mountain Time, it's time to listen to the uh, College Hockey West Live podcast. Uh, 9.30 Eastern. <laughs> this way, everybody. Pretty knows. soon. It, it won't be long, my friend, until you'll be in the West and you'll forget all about Eastern time zone. No, I won't. It's just, it's just easier. <laughs> all right, it's so easier than looking at your watch. You know, it is what it is, but still, it's easy because okay. everybody knows it. Um, I did notice something else, and I know we're not exactly running out of time, but I did notice something else. What's um, that? And I would like to get 
you know, the next time we talked to him, I'd like to get his his thoughts on 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 how this happened, or was it intentional, or or et cetera, et cetera. As you know, as what I'm happened? looking, well, what happened? I don't know if it's uh, as I looked through our buddy Rick Zombo's roster here for their first NCAA season. Um, I noticed that none of their defensemen are transfers. Yeah, I mean, that in itself is different, but I think he looked through his roster and he looked at what he had options for, and I think he decided that um, maybe the best options he had were homegrown. Well, maybe. I'm not, listen, and I'm not saying this is wrong, because one, two, three, four of them are freshmen. So right, and, and they'll think, learn fast because... Oh, of course they will. <laughs> they're opening up... Uh, uh, with that other maroon and gold team, but you know, you know what they have to do is they have to play a defensive style. Rick's really good at teaching that, and uh, they will play a very heavy defensive style. And that doesn't mean that you have to be the very best defenseman. Um, no, no, I get it. It just it to do just that. Caught, yeah, but I think it just what kind of caught my eye. Yeah, I get it, and I think what he was doing was building. Uh, some high cal as high a caliber players he could offensively because he he knows that he's going to play a lot of close games and if he can muster up three or four goals he might get a chance and uh, probably did not have that much offensive NCAA firepower on his previous roster is my no. guess. Then the other um, thing of it is um, high quality defensemen in NCAA Division One don't usually enter the portal. I get that. I understand it. I'm not, I, I, like I said, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, Rick, you should have done this and you should have done that. I'm not saying that at all. It was just a quirk that I noticed because their goalies are a grad student and a senior. That transferred yeah. Well, he knew that. Ferris. <laughs> I know he knows it. Uh, from, <laughs> he knew that what he, that's what he needed, though. Yeah. He knew yeah, that that's what he needed. He needed a uh, backstop, and I think he got two good ones, actually. You know, um, well, the, the one thing we know is there, there's plenty of goalies to go around because most teams only play one. Yep. So, um, But on the other hand, you got to look at, you know, just take a look at ASU over the years, the injury situation. Well, um, absolutely. Where you they can't have No, no. But, I mean, you have to have a second one that's reliable just in case. Right. I mean. When we had Joey DeCord on, he said he played like what seventy eight games in a row, something like that. Um, yeah, but he was reliable. He didn't get hurt. He either. was a rare case. Yes. No, Joey was a rare case. He's a specimen. Still is, by the way. Right. And can still right. go as many minutes as they ask him to go, at the AHL or NHL level. So, he. But he was a rare specimen. But anyway, I, I want to throw this out too before we go. Um, it, it, one of the questions I asked David Carl, and I don't know if you've heard it or not on, on video, but I asked him about um, how important it was to him as an NCAA coach, an NCAA championship coach, to continue to do his part, if you will, to bring in ACHA teams. And he was, he was very adamant, answered me very quickly. He said, hey, last year we brought in Lindenwood because we knew they were going NCAA this year, and he didn't go out on the limb and say, I know that that uh, UNLV is going NCAA, but you, you got to put two and two together and go like, okay, if you're making the trip from UNLV in Vegas to Denver to open up against the best college hockey team in the country, and um, the reason he said there, you know, he said there's a number of reasons we're doing it, but he said one of them is to give them a taste of what it's like to be uh, playing in an NCAA building against the top caliber opponent. You can't get any better than the top team in the country. So, no. No. <laughs> so you know, kudos to David for, for realizing that. And then he was quick to remind me that uh, he does have Lindenwood coming back again this year to Magnus to right. play a two-game set. Right. So that that's that's how you grow the game. That's how you involve your program. He's an, the NCAA champion. He does right. not have to go out there and look for an ACHA team to bring to him. He doesn't have to do that. But no, he did he it because he knows the importance of growing the game. He's also having Alaska back in again. And he knows the importance of that. 
Um, oh, that, listen, we understand that too, especially him being from Alaska. Right, right. But he knows it's not just being from there. It's it's the fact that he knows that they're on an island, so to speak, and they uh, they need games and they need quality games. And, you yeah. know, that's going to perk everybody's eyes up again around the country if they're competitive against Denver. Yeah, well, you know, last year they had, you know, they, they definitely were. Uh, well, they got a tie. I know that. I and I fully expect that's him more to than be, definitely competitive. That's almost beating them. I know. I fully. Ex- I I know. I fully expect them to be competitive again this year. I mean, they lost some of their players. Everybody does. But you know, uh, I I do expect uh, the the Nanooks to be competitive again, and and I'm sure it'll take uh, the Sea Wolves. Kind of, I expect kind of a similar uh, arc that the Nanooks took last year. It might take them uh, a half a dozen games to kind of get their feet under them. But I expect them to be competitive. So you know, there's a lot of things to look out for this upcoming year. And, and, uh, and the other thing, and it's you know, not all at the top. No, and I, I gave David Carl a shout-out and Denver a shout-out, but I also want to give the other schools a shout-out because Lindenwood uh, admittedly came in very late to the process, and um, they got games with Minnesota, North Dakota, Michigan. I mean, go down the list uh, of who they got on there. So kudos to those coaches, too, for taking a first-year NCAA program and giving them quality opponents to play and. What what Rick Zombo and, and Rick knows this. He told me this that he, he, they're going to take their lumps, but he feels right. like they need to take their lumps in order to realize what it's going to take to be successful at that level. And he knows it happened at the uh, ACHA D one level, and now he wants right. to prove that they can do it at the NCAA Division one level. Well, I'll be I'll be very curious. Like I said to to, to see uh, how he does it. I, I'm sure. That Rick has talked to uh, Greg Powers about, of course, yeah, that transition and you know trying to figure out and 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 taking in what uh, Coach Powers thought were lessons or things he might have done differently and adapting them to his own style. Uh, It seems they have a few more of the ACHA players on their roster than. Then maybe uh, you know it would have, it was expected. Um, like I said, just looking at their roster, you're seeing a lot of the transfers basically all coming up front. Just kind of hit me. So it's just one of the quotes yeah, I noticed, that, and I'll be looking for that as the season goes on. Yep. Well, well said, and well, well thought out, and found i guess is the right thing to well, say well listen found i it. listen i i i it was it was just you know i'm trying we're trying to figure out topics right there are some nights where there's not a lot of news where there's not well, a lot of especially in the off season there even though there's more than we think there's not always a ton of topics especially if we don't have a guest well, it's um, almost an hour, so we did okay. <laughs> I, I'm not, listen, I don't worry about filling the hour, but I like to at least. Well, I think I think the topics to today were stuff. really good, uh, yeah. so I have no issues with that. And uh-huh. I will tell you that that probably next week we're probably going to go four nights in a row with with guests. Uh, we already have a couple penciled in for Tuesday night. We got at least one, either Sunday or Monday, and maybe two. Um, we also, like tomorrow night, we've got Nick Raboni nice. from the uh, UNLV Skating Rebels. Right. It's a giving giving day on Thursday for uh, UNLV, so they're fundraising like crazy. And fund Friday, I'll raising? be... Huh? Fundraising? Yeah, fundraising. They're fundraising. Oh. Denver's fundraising. Okay. Um, but um, the uh, Friday will be their annual golf tournament. I'll be there Thursday and Friday, but... Friday, I'll be there to uh, to do a little feature on the golf course and see some of their top caliber players that are going to be working the golf course, working the golf right. tournament. Right. So that'll be fun. And yeah. um, 
and then of course uh, venture on to Arizona and hopefully we get to sit down with Coach Powers and do that first preview of the year on our NCAA team. We're, we're shooting. We got my fingers crossed. I'm praying that that's going to work know. out. You never know. Um, reach out to uh, Steve Potvin as well. So hopefully nice. uh, we get a chance to visit with Steve because he's got a new head coaching job. Um, yeah. One that he had went away, got it back. I told back, him to see yeah. in his chair, strapped in so it could never go away again. There you so go. We'll see what he does. Yeah, we'll see what he does. So anyway, we got good stuff coming your way. Um, of course, uh, Thursday night, the new Pro Hockey West Report show will be out. Nick Maxson, Stephen Marsh, and myself will bring you all the updates on the AHL and the NHL. Uh, in the western half of the United States. So, nice. all right, take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask, College Hockey West Live, brought to you by Burrito Express, homemade taste, takeout speed, six East Valley locations. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Peterson Toyota, whether you are looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style, available at all Allegiant Stadium events. And now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. See you Thursday, Jesse. Save it. Oh, Jesse and Mike gave us some really good so barbecue. Much. Maybe I a fortress. so much. Jesse Ray's, I'm gonna, yeah, I, I hate you so much. The NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com and find your fresh deal today at your nearest Jets location. Metro by T-Mobile. Get exclusive offers by becoming part of T-Mobile Tuesdays when you switch to Metro by T-Mobile. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. Liberty University. Hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. And by M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com to see which M-Drive formula is for you. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download at your favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, and Stitcher. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Mask. College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IceTimeHockey.com network. Very well done, my friend. I need to do a shout-out because uh, Taylor and Tyler over at uh, the uh, Enterprise at um, Highlands Ranch off of uh, Holly and uh, County Line Road. Where? Who, Fantastic where, job where, again what? today. I reached where? out to him today and I oh, wait, said... Where is this? It's in Highlands, Highlands Ranch. Where's that? It's uh, just south of Denver. Oh, okay. And it's on I, County Line I, Road in Holly. Okay, I'm just the, making sure. I didn't, you know. Yeah, that's the intersection. You can find them online. Go there. They're all hockey people. They're great. They set me up again today. I, I called them or uh, sent a reservation through at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, saw a rate that I liked and decided that I'll take the car instead of uh, fighting airports since I have so many other things to do. Um, so I said, I'll take a car. So I reached out to him and got a really good rate. I thought I was getting a compact car. And instead, <coughs> excuse me, they uh, set me up in a beautiful, beautiful Toyota Tacoma, um, satellite radio, the whole works. Uh, I'm ready to go. Uh, it's going to be about a 5 a.m. start tomorrow, 10-hour drive to Vegas. And um, that'll be it. We'll be on the West Coast for a week. And then uh, – Working my way back, and who knows? The rumor has it I may even show up somewhere near Long Island, New York, for the first yeah, okay, six days whatever. Whatever. of uh, of September. I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing: I did change my ticket today on Southwest Airlines, and God bless them too. Thank you, Southwest, for being such great partners. Um, but they 
they booked my rebooked my flight for the uh, the trip out to San Jose for the rookie tournament, and I got one hundred and seventy five dollar credit besides my round trip ticket. Nice. So yeah, you gotta love that, right? Sure. Anyway, uh, big shout out to Taylor and uh, Kyler for setting me up in that beautiful Tacoma. I will take good care of it, and I can't wait to get on the road tomorrow and uh, and, and cruise, cruise in style, as they say. Nice. All right. Um, we'll say good night again. Congratulations and thank you to Mr. Mullet for the new arena name at uh, Arizona State University, the Mullet Arena. And yep. uh, kudos to Arizona State for uh, taking it and running with it, if you will, and uh, just promoting the heck out of it. So we'll say good night, little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Good night.